<laughs> I gotta get it recorded, man. Let's start putting it in there. Yo, what's up, everybody? Let's work it. This is uh, King uh, Shinobi. This is yo, Mr. Smooth. Smooth. You know We're it. Back you know once it. again. We're back once again. Once again. With my brother, Mi Familia. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, we're back for another episode of the Shinobi Podcast. The podcast, you can uh, you can gain some knowledge. You can gain some insight. Um, enlightenment. You might dis- yeah, some enlightenment. <laughs> you might disagree with some things we say, but we're still going to say them. <laughs> um, Point blank. Yeah, man, you can find some uh, some truth. Some truth through our eyes. So it's not the yes. truth, but it's truth through our eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us once again. Thank you, everyone who's been watching every episode, who's been commenting, who's been supporting, who's been giving feedback. We appreciate it. It continues to fuel us as we, uh, as we go on this journey. And mm-hmm. I really appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, sure. So, Mr. Smooth, man, what you got to say to the people, bro? How you, how you feeling today? I'm good, man. Much love to y'all. Because I've, um, I've had some people actually ask me during the week, and I've had some people um, trying to figure out how to, how to jump on here and watch oh, it. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, trying to see us live. Uh, and you got to give me the emails. Even surprisingly, how to like, um, like they were like, "Oh, I didn't even know you had a podcast at all." And I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be, gotta be, gotta be modest there." I'm like, "Uh, it's a, it's a group thing here." I was like, "We're a team here, so mm-hmm. it's not my podcast. It's like it's it's, it's our team." Um, no so doubt. we uh, no doubt. we uh, had to share that this week. So that's been uh. It's been eye opening to to see people like, oh snap! Like, I don't know what you got to say now. You know, outside of work and you know, outside uh. of uh, <laughs> outside of work and outside of everything. Like, what you got to say? So, uh, yeah, man, it's, I like it's that. been really eye opening. So, I sparking that curiosity. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh-huh. I, uh, my homeboy just my homeboy just asked me before we even got on here. He was like, he's like, yo, let me on. And I was like. Gotta come on as a guest right now, or as an audience member right now, homie. Like, let me on. Prep for you to come on. <laughs> prep for you to come on, homie. Like, and nigga, so, I don't even know you. <laughs> come on, man. Like, you, come on. So, I'm like, the link. I'm like, you got all the links, man. All you got to do is just jump in there and, and listen. You can ask questions. You can do all that. So, well, well, since this came up, anybody who would like to be on it, like, <laughs> yeah. You have to realize that we have to be selective with who we allow on our platform. You know what I'm saying? This is yes. This is not only a platform; it's also a brand that we're building. You know, so we have to be selective mm-hmm. with those things. So we can't just have everybody just popping up on the podcast. It's like <laughs> you need to have some value to add to the discussion, the conversation. You know, so mm-hmm. um, we will be very selective with who we have on our. Uh, on our platform, you know, so <laughs> most definitely, if you got something to say, got uh, some, inter- some interesting things to say, then you know that's all well. Come on, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, 
What else have uh what else has surprised you since the podcast has started as far as like reactions or so we just we just premiered episode six today. We just premiered episode six today. And mm-hmm. uh I know in, the other day you sent it to me and I was like, yo. I was like, can you believe we are on episodes? Like, we're getting ready to start episode seven. Like, we are on episode seven right now. Mm-hmm. And at, at one point, this was just like a, a a legit like goal, a dream of ours to do. And here we are, now, seven this episodes is, in deep. This is eight. You remember? Because last was seven. Last week was seven. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. We're ahead on this one. I'm. Bro, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we're ahead. Like, you see what I mean? <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, we are ahead, ahead. Like, somehow so I figured, that, that's I what... figured out a way to. Uh, <laughs> and it's been some long nights too, but I've been figuring out a way to keep yeah. us keep us like ahead of the loop. You know what I'm saying? Because I do not yeah. want to be behind. Yeah. It's being behind is not an option. <laughs> Got to stay ahead of the it's game. Not. And it's different because it's like when not. we first started out, when we first started out, I would be getting things done like down to the wire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But after after all those weeks and all the consistencies that we've had, I've been able to like figure out this process to now get us ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? And not fall behind. Oh yeah. You know, and that's yeah. still a learning process though. That's I'm still learning that process. You know, you know, because you got to fit in everything that's going on in your life, you have to fit that in as well. So. Mm-hmm. But when you want to make it happen, a, you make it happen, bro. That's all it is to it. For sure. <laughs> for sure. It's a, it's a, it's a two man, two man crew right now. So mm-hmm. we got to do, we got to do the heavy lifting as much as possible until, until the team is right. So, and everybody is that, doing takes care of what it. they need to do on yeah. their own end. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Makes everything so much smoother. So that's when things really come together, man. When when everybody's not not only carrying their own weight, but you know, if, if need be, we're gonna carry each other as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? I know. Um, I don't want to get too much into the writing part of what you've been doing because that shit has me so stoked as fuck. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I, I'm like, man, I need part three already. But I gotta wait because it's on your time. I'm like, but I need it now because I need to put this on. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Because I I say that because I was I was looking into um, I was looking into some like stuff upcoming for this year, like uh, upcoming movies. Um, there's supposed to be some video games, some decent video games coming out. But upcoming movie wise, oh yeah, the last Ronin. See, this is that book. Got my freaking heart like tug apart and everything. So everybody, what he's talking but, uh, about is um, I've been writing. I call it a written impression um, to the last mm-hmm. Ronin. So this is it's pretty much. I give you a window into what my mind is thinking or how my mind is perceiving the story. So it's gonna be from material that's already made but it's gonna be from my perspective of how i viewed it as i was reading it you know what i'm saying um so as what he was talking about was that 
um, this book here. I've been writing and <clears throat> only able to release it a part at a time, which you gave me the idea because I was, <laughs> and dude, if I would have, if I would have did it the way I was going to do it, dude, that, it would have taken so long. But um, you gave me the idea to release it in parts, which has really made it yeah. a lot easy, easier. And I can really focus on a specific part mm -hmm. instead of like, you know, thinking of all this and then like backtracking all the way back. And now I can con yeah. concentrate on specific parts, like really, really dissect it. Because what I've been doing is I've been writing as I read it and then when I actually type it up, I read through it again. Like I go through it again. I always keep mm -hmm. the visuals with me the whole time because I've noticed by doing that, it's influenced me changing up my original writings and then everything just kind of words are, it's weird how words come together, but everything ends up coming together Yeah, into something where you're like, okay, <laughs> it ends up coming into something where you're like, okay, this is, this is pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's been nice. So I appreciate you giving me that idea. That's been pretty cool. Oh, and yeah. plus with, with your reaction to it, with you waiting on each part, like that really gives me motivation to write more, you know? <laughs> and when I write, man, I want, God, I want people damn. to have these, these emotions. Those are, those are my intentions. When I write, I want people to have, have these emotions and feel a certain way and, you know, actually want more of this material because this really, mm -hmm. this really pours out of my heart and soul what I put into writing. You know what I'm saying? I put a lot of Definitely. time into it. I do a lot. I do a lot of tweaking until it really. It's almost like a you know, if a painter would use paint, I'm using a fucking pen with my words. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and I'm just I'm <laughs> painting. Sometimes I gotta you know, if I don't really like this, sometimes I gotta cover something up put something over it. All right, this fits in better. And then by the end of it, you know, it's like, all right, it's just, it's just, uh, this entire piece of work that I'm happy, that I'm happy with. You know what I'm saying? So I've been enjoying, right. I've been enjoying writing it. Um, remember everybody, if you want to check out my written impression of the last Ronin, it is on Wattpad. I'm noticing with Wattpad, a lot of people have never even heard of it. So, um, Wattpad, y'all should be paying us for a shout out, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, Wattpad, well, I mean, Wattpad is a, uh, it's an app that you can, I know you can create stories. I haven't really looked into it extensively. I, I've just been like posting what I've been mm -hmm. writing, but I know you can write stories. You can read stories as well. And this is like independent people, like people just like you or me, like we can post our stuff on there and people can read it. Um, you can make your own like cover art to your stuff on there. So it's pretty much like a digital, it's also like a digital independent library of, you know, stories by, you know, writers, you know what I'm saying? People that are, you know, yeah. just like, just like you and me at the crib writing, you know, have something that we want to put out <laughs> and we putting it out to the world. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the app that, um, that all these writings are featured on is Wattpad. So check out Wattpad. Go to your app store. You got it in your app store. W-A-T-T-P-A-D. Wattpad. That's what I've been um, writing my things on. And, you know. What, um, through, 
I, I know you've already been through. We, I've been with you on that one, but like you've been through three parts so far. What in the first two parts of the story have kind of like thrown you for a loop? Um, what's what's pulled at your heartstrings? What's kind of pissed you off? Um, without giving too detailed, like what's some things? Because everybody's got to like I, I advise y'all to go read this for real. <laughs> y'all gonna want to, and then y'all gonna sit here and be like me, be wanting the next the next part, and gotta wait on it. So, um, what what in the first two parts have has got you to be like, man, what the f- is going on here? Like, why is this happening? Um, you know, it starts out, it starts out intense, like, yeah. Michelangelo's already headed to do something that you're going to have to read about. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going on this, he's going on this mission. I'll, I'll call it a kami, kamikaze mission. He's going on this mission right yeah. from the start of, you know, right from the start of um, part one. Page one. Yeah. So from there, it's already like, and, and in the beginning, like it gives you, it paints this very clear picture of like what the city looks like, you know, it's like a, you know, imagine like a, um, you know, like fallout, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the game fallout, imagine something like that in like New York city, not to that extreme of, you know, nuclear fallout, but you know, just a city full of like pollution and, you know, toxic water and shit like that. Just a place that, Mm. only the most vile things could thrive in this type of place. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, then it, then you get in more into like, into the inner city and you find out what, like what's going on with the society and everything like that. So I was surprised to see that society was kind of being, well, I guess I can't say I was surprised to see, that society had become what it, you know, becomes in this story, you know. But um, I was definitely surprised by the change in Michelangelo's character. Because, you know, Michelangelo's all, he's always depicted as the funny comic relief. And for him to really let his emotions get the best of him and really have like a lot of a lot of angry outbursts. You never really saw Michelangelo angry, you know what I'm saying? That was more of like a Raphael yeah. type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but to see him kind of embrace that when he's this he's really really this sweet, you know, this sweet person or turtle <laughs> at heart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. for for that type of person to now be on the other side of the extreme it's like the world and experiences that they've been going through. That's some sh- like there's some tough shit going on out there. If you could turn, <laughs> if you could turn this fun-loving guy, you know, pretty much to the to the opposite side of that, you know. But you also yeah. know that, you know, with what Master Splinter has taught them, you also know that he's not doing this like not without a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if he's mm-hmm. doing this, if he's if he's taking these specific measures that might be brutal, um, 
you know, it really means something to him to go to that extreme in order to, you know, achieve a goal or achieve the mission, you know? Definitely. Man, man. But, um, y'all need yeah, to go man, read it's, it. It's been interesting. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be something that I read, read over a few times, you know? Yeah. Cause sometimes even when I'm not writing, I'll kind of like breeze through and just see. To see if anything sparks anything or if I catch anything new in the story. To, mm-hmm. Cause you know, stories are kind of like putting the puzzles together. That's why like, you know, your, your puzzle is incomplete cause you've only got two parts so far, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you need more, you need more puzzle pieces to the story. Uh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. <clears throat> but, um, it's been like interesting. It, um, I really like the art style. The, the art style is very gritty. So it really puts you in that. Like when you're looking at it, it really mm-hmm. puts you there. You feel like you could, yeah. you feel like you're walk. you feel like you're walking down the street or you feel like you're on the rooftops fucking running and jumping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh um, yeah. Through the illustrations and through the, uh, through the wording as well. But, um, yeah, those are, those are a few things that I'll disclose at the moment. Um, we're definitely going to have to do a, a full episode once I'm done with this whole thing. For sure. Yeah. Um, Cause think about it, bro. Look, I'm pretty much like, that's where I'm at right now. Like, look how thick this is. And then yeah. that's where I'm at. Like, I'm pretty much like halfway now. So I'm almost done with it, <laughs> but it's, it's a quick read, but it, it's so deep it's really you know and i'm taking my time with it so i really believe what you guys are going to get is going to be very quality because i'm i'm not rushing it man if y'all gotta wait y'all gotta wait a little while but (laughs) but on the same token i really want to get this out to y'all man so Mm -hmm. um just know that's a priority man i uh i've always dreamed of doing things like this and you know, I still have other stories that people have never even read, bro, like yeah. th- that I'm going to release. So, you know, I feel like I've been just putting stuff back in the vault for years and now it's time to just, you know, let it all flood out and fucking start infecting everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I say that because yeah. this, um, I brought, I brought it up because in, in this year there will be a new TMNT movie called it's it's Mutant Mayhem, which Mutant a lot of us hmm. already, yeah, a lot of us have seen um, some of the old ones. But what's crazy? What I was looking through was Tom Holland to be in it, uh, Seth Rogen's in it. And there's somebody else that's playing that that plays one of the turtles. Tom Holland plays one of the turtles, and then there's somebody else that plays another one of the turtles. Because um, I don't, I don't want to give that whole spec away though, because that that looks like it's going to be actually really damn good. So who is Seth Rogen? Uh, Bebop or Rocksteady? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Oh, it don't it don't say it all. I, be, I know that I nigga ain't no turtle, Casey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'll be damned if they yeah, give this no. man like Casey too. I'll be upset. I'm like, nah, he, 
Granted, I could see, <clears throat> I could see that, but <laughs> not. I, I, Nah. All I want to say, if y'all make him Casey Jones, I will make a petition to get rid of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like Seth, Seth's gotten to that point now, I think, of um, like he's stepping back a little bit from this big screen and more of behind the scenes of cut, you know, action cut. He's, he's, like you know, that, he's doing the production. Yeah. I like that, so, man. That's, that's, that's where I see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is where I feel like I, I think he may be producing the movie. Okay. Like so, gotcha. if he if he pop up in there and, and he pop up in there, I will be like, oh man. But but you, I, I but feel you know like if, if he good. did produce the movie, at least we know it's somebody that grew up with the original. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. So he knows. Like a lot of a lot of comic book fans and shit are like. Motherfuckers my age, you know. Mm-hmm. We we got kids and all that shit. Like, yeah, we 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 grew up in that era of comics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I can remember always going to the library, man. Go to the library if I had to like wait for my mom to get off work or something because she used to work uh, downtown. So I used to get yeah. off the school bus, get off the school bus, then get onto the city bus, go downtown. Go hang out at the library until my mom got off, and then I would walk over to her building where she worked at. You know, yeah. so I would. So I passed a lot of fucking time going in there because when you went in the library, they had a like a whole comic section, like you could read mm-hmm. all. Of, that's when I, that's how I got into the all types of X Men and Batman and yeah. Marvel and that. Like that's why I'm so into that right now because a lot of that shit like raised me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I I love those days, man. I, I literally used to go pick comic. I used to get like a fucking armful, a couple different. <laughs> I never read them in order. Never read them in order. Just, <laughs> oh, this this cover looks dope. That cover looks dope. Oh, this cover looks dope. Let me get that one. Then I put it on the table because there was never anybody like really in the library. Like I was that kid mm-hmm. that was like, I was a kid that was like, I want to go to the library. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I would go there, wouldn't really be anybody in there, and then I could just put all those comic books on the table, just spread them out on the table, Mm -hmm. and just fucking chill there and go through comics, go through comics. Mm -hmm. And bro, that shit was so adult, bro. I didn't even really know what I was reading at the time, you know, but now that I look back at it, now that I look back at it, like, especially X-Men, like, there was a lot of, like, um, social commentary and politics and all types of stuff and like racism and all types of shit, like within the X-Men comics and Mm -hmm. comics that I was reading, you know? And I think that's why I I had more of an understanding of, uh, of the world really, man. Cause as at a young age, I was absorbing all this, you know, what's looked at as mature knowledge at a young age. And I was receiving it through this animated medium that really caught my attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But also, I was also reading them. Like, I knew what the fuck was going on. You know what I'm saying? I knew <laughs> I knew people's backstories and interactions and stuff like that, you know? And I think that, yeah. really, that really influenced me, like, growing up, you know? Because mm. me and my homie was talking about this today, but we were talking about, like, the cartoons and shit that, kids watch now how they all fucking soft and colorful and you know 
that's why these little kids soft, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> think about what think about what we grew up with. You know the cartoons yeah. we grew up with. They were, and and maybe they may have been uh, very mature for us, but you know, I feel like we turned out okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, there was no. Um, it was almost like there was no trying to hide the truths of the world from us. And it's like now either they're like masking the truth or they're like manipulating the much. truth. It's it's too much for the generation now to handle. It's yeah. And and then so. at the end of the day, they just don't know what the fuck is going on because they're just like being uh-huh. distracted. It's like they're being constantly distracted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> From what's really going on. Like, don't look over. Don't look over there. What's really going on? Stay looking over here. You know. Yeah. This world. This yep. world that we want to create for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um. I know that's you right because we like us growing up, man. And I, I was the same way. And now like. I'll sit and read, but it's hard for me to because I'm just like my hands have got to constantly be moving. My hands have got my head, my mind has got to constantly be moving. So sitting down is hard for me to just sit and read. Unless it's probably I'm best peaked. that you do that more often than yeah, peak. Unless I'm like peak interested in it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Is when I'll sit. But um, like I'm just like that though. I'm just like you, bro. Like, like really, when it really catches my attention, I can read through. When I when I read through something, I can almost immediately tell if I want to read anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's like another that's another important thing when you're writing, like capturing (laughs) capturing the the person like from the very beginning. You know. Yeah. But what were you saying? uh, So like growing like same way with me. Like I grow growing up. I get either after school or during the summer. Like I was always at the library or something girl. Like no matter what comics was, was the one thing that was just like, I like these. I like these for the color. I like these because I know the characters already. So I'm like, what, you know, what have they gotten into now that I don't mm-hmm. know? Um, so just sitting there reading the Naruto, the Naruto mangas that had come out. Um, there was this, there's this one called Cold Case when I was little. It was just I remember that um, little boy with the yeah, glasses. Yeah, the glasses. <laughs> that mystery mystery shit used to be is my shit. Like I, I oh, love yeah? mystery stuff. I you gotta put it. me on. Uh, that that was never like that was never something. That was never like a uh, a category I got into. So you gotta put me up on some shit. I got you. Yeah. They uh that all, of course like I don't know how it come about, but. The Batman series stuff was always my favorite. The X Men stuff, just because that was a nickname for me growing up. Uh, so I, I fell in love with just reading those, and then just to be just to later. And my grandmother's like, "Where, you, like, where are you going? I'm, I'm just going to the library. Well, be back <laughs> when they close. All right, by me. I'll be back. I'll be back when they close. I'll be sitting there." And they little they got these like lay down. Now like we got these gaming chairs you can like sit in and rock back and forth. And at the time in the library, like you had these lounge chairs that were like foam, you could sit back and rock back and forth and just read. And man, uh if I didn't whatever I did not finish at the library, I had my my freaking library card, freaking big ass plastic, <laughs> and would take like I swear probably eight or nine comics home and read all of them in the night and be like, man, I need to go take these back. <laughs> in the morning or something so i can mm-hmm. get some more so bro i was notorious for being late with stuff 
<laughs> Notorious, bro. I probably, I probably still got outdated shit right now. They probably looking for me. <laughs> uh, the library, the library SWAT team coming for. I know they gonna fucking run up on me, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just wanted to read some literature, man. I just wanted to, I just wanted to expand my mind, library. That's to all the was. public libraries that I owe DVDs and books to. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you get a worldwide apology from me. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but the library became like a little sanctuary, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Peace, no trouble. You ain't got to think about anything. Like you're in your own, you're in your own world that you literally have built at this point. You know, yeah. that's your happy place. That's where you. Because you could go just... off and chill, man. You could go off and just yeah. be on your own, and like, mm-hmm. and then you were surrounded by like all these like different worlds. It was like it was like you surrounded by fucking like the multiverses, <laughs> you know. So yes. you, have, you have all these this literature to pick from. You have you know, you know they might have some games and stuff you can do in there. Mm-hmm. Play play chess or some shit like that, you know. Um, if you didn't have no internet at home, you could go there and get on the computer. <laughs> you know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the library was like a, like a little safe place, man. And I really enjoyed spending a lot of time there. And I know that definitely influenced who I am right now in mm-hmm. my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For sure. There was, there was <laughs> another, um, there was another book series. It's like, it's not called the magic tree house. It's like tree house something, but it was this brother and sister. <clears throat> it was brother and sister. And they, they, it was like a, it was like a time traveling tree house and they'd go in and whatever they were like learning about in the day, they'd come to the tree house, sit there and talk about it. And they would go and then somehow another like travel off to that time period. And you'd learn some stuff about that time period, how stuff was, um, notable names, everything like that. And then like they would have a mission in that, that in that time and then come back and be like, yo, that was the dopest shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then off to, then off to a whole nother one. And they were, they were, they were numerically ordered. Um, but it was just, it's hard. Cause some of them, like you can't, fi- I've not been able to find them nowhere at all, but apparently they're just hard to find nowadays. So. But if y'all people out there, if y'all find out the name of the book again, send it to me. Let me know because them are the dopest shits ever. Like I would love to have that just in a whole library to itself too. It was like a prime collection because that's what I started off with before I got into comics. Was like a history kind of a history kind of buff thing, um, mm. and now I'm just like <clears throat> fucking history. Like <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> Dude, I've always loved uh, loved history, man. Yeah, for some for some reason, it's it's different because it, it different time periods, different sorts of things happen. Um, People you know. had a different different mentalities. They were different, yeah. different lifestyles. They believed in different yeah. things. You know, I think different it's important views. to look back at those things, man. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's now it's all. Um, Great. Now it's all this. It's it's. They all they all you know, praise to a certain being and, um, 
religion wasn't too religion was a big thing to fight over back then, but it's not but it wasn't a primary thing at all. More of land and resources. Now is we fight amongst ourselves over who getting the last roll of toilet paper. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to a king and queen, somebody getting their head cut off because y'all just being real ignorant out here today right now. So but uh I was talking to, I was telling somebody the other day and I was like if you could you know walk in a notable person's shoes in the past who's were who would they be and um they were just like I, I you know honestly I wouldn't I wouldn't want to at all and I was like that's rough first of all because <laughs> in my head I was like yeah, that's that's rough because there's always somebody like you could be like I want to learn you know how it went about like what exactly went down um yeah because we're we're told so we're told one side of every of, of what history has and um to me i was just like i'd re- i'd really want to be in like the shoes well can't really call them shoes because they was walking in air jesus sevens at the time <laughs> like pharaoh <laughs> like pharaohs like i'd want to be a pharaoh and see how that See how ancient Egypt ran. You want to wear um, them Jesus walks? Man, I kid you not. I'll stunt, <laughs> I'll stunt on them in them things. I'm gold plated and everything, boy. Don't 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 touch I'll rock that shit too. I'll rock that hell shit yeah. too. <laughs> I'd have two of them freaking... on my arm. Like man. hell yeah. <laughs> nah, they wouldn't even be on my arm. They'll be like throwing rose petals or something. Right, all on the ground as I'm walking through. <laughs> but I'd I'd love that because. You don't hear too much like the ancient Egyptian stuff is so it's so like quiet down like it's the biggest mystery out there of what's going on and um what they had at the time and how like ahead of a lot of other civilizations were um and i've I've always had a fascination with like ancient Egypt and everything too so. So that's a definite stop I want to make is go out to Egypt and, and see how see the the pyramids and um Valley of the Kings and everything. So it'd be nice though. It'd be nice. Yeah, I've been playing that Assassin's Creed Origins, man. Man. I've been cl- I've been climbing pyramids <laughs> and all types of shit and finding little secret caves and I love that shit, man. <laughs> For real, so you get it. Uh, you played Valhalla. No, man, I'm. I gotta finish this one, but I do want to play that one though. Yeah, I feel I like that's, that's I... a whole lot. I yeah. feel like that's a whole lot of you for sure. Of uh, like Viking style sword fighting, uh, say everything like that. Like I'm like that's that's definitely him right there. I'm definitely like. But that type of stuff, I have to like. Now that I'm like immersed in the Egyptian, I have to like finish mm-hmm. it, and then yeah. I'll like, then I'll like go, you know, <laughs> I'll switch roles over to the cold side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I definitely want to play that. Man, there's so much I want to play, bro. That I just, I just got to find out. I just got to find out how to get paid to play video games <laughs> and do everything else I'm doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure, for yeah, sure. man. Because I want to play God of War. You know, speaking of the Norse, I want to play God of War. I want to get a PS5 just to play that. Um, I, I, I want to get I said the same thing. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm I'm a sucker for a story, man. I love oh, man, that's the I love getting caught up in the story, bro. Like, mm-hmm. That's why that's why I used to love the Uncharted series so much. Like mm. I, fe- I felt like I was playing a story, playing a movie. You know what I'm saying? I was actually invested in the characters. Like you're invested in the character, you're actually playing. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, when you're in fucking gunfights and shit, you're like you're taking extra care with them because you don't want them because you don't want this motherfucker to die. You don't connected with them. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, Uncharted was uh, that's one of my favorite series. Like you know, a series of games of all time. Yeah. God of War as well because I've been playing God of War for a minute, bro. I remember when since we was youngins. I'm gonna tell you a quick God of War story. That's good. So I used to work at the grocery store, uh, stocking, uh, stocking the grocery shelves and shit. And I had a, um, what was he from? Cambodia? Yeah, he was Cambodian. His name was Tun. Shout out to Tun, man. I don't know what ever happened to you, <laughs> nigga. I moved away and I, <laughs> I ain't been there in years. Um, I hope you're doing good, bro. Um, Charlotte, North Carolina, baby. Shout out to Tun. Tun, if you ever see this, man. Much love to you, bro. But yeah, man, Ton is the one that put me up on God of War because we used to, you know, when you stocking and then you got, you know, another mm-hmm. guy that stocks as well. You know, y'all going to be talking and doing work and shit, you know. So we would talk about shit like that game and, you know, shit to pass the time. Um, yeah. But, so we were talking about a game one day and then he said, you ever play God of War? And I never even heard of it. And I kind of looked at him like, what the fuck is God of War? You know? And he was like... <laughs> He's like, bro, I'm telling you, play this game. And this was back when, um, this was back when GameStop was like the shit, like GameStop was the place to go to. Like people used to camp out the night before, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Outside of GameStop. I remember those days, bro, just for a new game that's coming out. I remember that type of shit, you know? So, um. You know, this is when I didn't have a car at the time, but, you know, I used to always have to get my video game fixed. So I would take the city bus up to GameStop. I usually would go on like a payday, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they, the, they had those like, you know, half price games and used games and shit like that. And I would I would be the type of motherfucker to be like, all right, I can get a newer game for 25 or I can get three games for 25. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I used to, I used to think of it that way. So I have more <laughs> shit to play. If I really wanted something, I would like save the money to get it. But yeah. I was usually trying to play for like quantity. Cause I, I used to be heavily, heavily into gaming. You know what I'm saying? That used to be all I fucking did was game, but, um, end up going to GameStop on, on the bus and looking for this guy to war. So I go in there and go on my, I go in there and start to go on my search, looking around, go over to the G's and I see it right there. I see fucking Kratos on the cover. I think he had his, uh, I think he had his blades or something. I forget. This is the very first God of War. I think he was kind of like hunched over with his blades. Kind of like he's about to fuck some shit up. So I see this and you know. I was the type of person that when I bought a game, like if I went to GameStop, I was there reading the, reading the back of it, reading the features. Like I took my time with video games, you know what I'm saying? So I picked the right one. So I started looking on the back and I think it had like a, you, f- you familiar with the Hydra, right? From Greek yes. mythology. Yeah. Um, I think it had like on the back of it, it had, you know how they just had like little pictures of the game on the back so you could see mm-hmm. it. 
I think it had like the Hydra on there. Um, cause the Hydra was the first one that you fought, like the first boss that you fought. Cause I think you started out on like a ship and then you end up fighting the Hydra and then you kill the Hydra and run through the Hydra's mouth and shit. That was the first <laughs> game as well where you did shit like that. Like after you killed mm-hmm. a big beast, you would like run through his fucking stomach and shit like that. You know, it was really showing how small Kratos was in this world of like Titans mm-hmm. and shit. But, um, I started looking for God of War, found it, started looking on the back of it. And I'm like, okay, this already looks like it's going to be good. (laughs) I went home and popped that thing in, bro. Instantly hooked. Instantly, like instantly a fan forever. And this was back when they had the different view. Like they have that over the shoulder Mm -hmm. view now. This is back Mm -hmm. when they had that, you know, that wide view, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really like where you could like really swing at a bunch of different opponents at once. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was wider. Started playing that man. As soon as I started working with those blades on, on the first level, I was like, okay, I'm hooked. And then on top of that, it was, it was Greek mythology too. And that was something that I was always mm-hmm. into. That was like the only thing I would like really pay attention to in English. When we were, when I had like English class in high school, that was the only thing I would get like good grades at because I was actually interested in it. Yeah. So I've all, always loved Greek mythology. So it had Greek mythology in there. And then as you went through the game, you actually started running into gods and, you know, mm-hmm. different characters, these different characters that I had been reading about, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I just totally got absorbed in it. And then in the first one, the first one, you, uh, the gods were helping you. So, you know, you got to have like Zeus's fucking thunderbolt and I forgot who, what the other powers that you had. Then I think in the second one, you were helping the Titans. So the Titans, the different Titans were giving you um, their abilities to use. Mm-hmm. I think I think you had like four abilities, like four little special abilities that you could use of his. Um, and then I think the third one came out on PS3 when PS3 first came out. Because I remember the graphics because uh, I can't remember if it was two, might be two. But you, I forgot who you kill, but you get something called the golden fleece and the golden fleece can direct, can deflect attacks back at an attacker. Like if they shoot like a projectile. So I remember, I remember, um, when the third one came out, it kind of like showed that close up of, they had a trailer, had like the close up of the golden fleece and it was just gold. And this is back when PS3 graphics was like top of the line. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> it'll look like it'll look like straight ass now. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, was he trying to kill the guy? I think he went to kill the guys in the third one. He was going to like kill Zeus in the third one. Um, and I think that might have been the last one that was that had like that wide view until they got into the into the next two. Or I could be one off, but, um, yeah, man, I became like a super fan of God of War, bro. I, I made yeah. sure I played, I played every one and I, that was a game I would play through like multiple times, you know what I'm saying? And I would like beat it on normal and then be like, okay, let me see if I can beat it on hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that kind of game. So, and also like the puzzles and shit like that, it made you think. That's and I love good puzzles. So it had it had that mm-hmm. mixture of puzzles, it had action, had good storytelling. Uh, the voice acting was fucking superb. 
Mm-hmm. It was it was all around fucking just dope. So I definitely have to play the new one. It, it's a must. I'm I'm gonna have to find yeah, the sure. PS5 somehow and get, and get through and play the new one. Because just like just like he waiting on part three of this of this story, I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm, I got to see what happened because the last one. Did you play the last one? Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh man, so you got two to play it in. Yeah, the last one really like mm-hmm. really really sucked me in that story, um, the gameplay, like everything that I loved about it in the beginning because I was kind of reluctant to play it because of the new view. I was like, what's this new view God of War, nigga? I ain't used to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know how sometimes you don't be wanting change. <laughs> uh-uh. But um yeah. But I started playing the game. I was like, you know what? There's no way I'm not gonna play this. So end up end up giving it a try. End up, you know, end up falling in love with that system. You know what I'm saying? But um God of War, I would definitely be a like a lifelong fan of God of War. I've um, fucks with it. I've watched now I've not because I've not played it, but I've watched and I can't really say I've watched gameplay at all. But more of like so each each part has like a, has like a trailer to it. So when you stitch them all together, it becomes like this huge movie, basically. Um and because I've not had a PlayStation, I've not had a PlayStation since PS2, basically. Three uh, for me. Uh, yeah, I, I freaking I've watched it on YouTube, and I watched I watched them put the whole like run through the whole the whole game basically in, in movie style, and uh, just the fight scenes are wild as all get out. <laughs> like. Like yeah, at at this age, you, like we grew up with Kratos, and at that time, Kratos was at least in his like freaking twenties, thirties somewhere. Like we're fully grown now. This man is at least this man now is fifty out here still busting niggas up <laughs> left and right. Like ain't like, missed a step. Man, you got ain't missed a step. Got a whole like son and everything now, and I'm like, yo, his son is a is a freaking Robin Hood badass basically with a bow and arrow. Oh my dad go. But I definitely that is definitely a game. I just want the PlayStation 4 just for that game. Like everybody's like, no, you gotta play Spider Man. Fuck playing Spider Man. God of War is where it comes to when PlayStation reigns. I don't have anything against like the Spider Man games, but they don't really like call to me to play them. No. You know? Like swinging around, like it—it it looks dope as fuck. Like I, I've watched videos, you know, of people playing it and stuff. Yeah. And like I would have to really, like, really be in the mood to play it, you know. No, I just I couldn't, I couldn't. Now God of War, yeah. Mortal Kombat. I play Mortal Kombat on my Xbox, and I, I'm still like, I haven't got the newest one, but I'm still like, yeah, this this feels like the old the old style right here, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Tekken man, I gotta say, man. I, I will agree with you there. Tekken is is the ish too. That's another <laughs> one that's another ish. one I've I've followed. I remember being a little kid, bro, like now um, the people my age will probably remember this and let me see, do you remember a place called um was it E B games or E B toys? 
But it was one of those fucking toys, those old school fucking toy stores, man. I was a kid, and this was this was when the first PlayStation, like PlayStation One, was like the new thing. Mm. You know, said so I was a kid when that was the new thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So, like, say if I went to the mall or something, and I didn't want to like go shopping with my mom for bras or whatever the hell she was shopping for. I would yeah. just go. I would just go over to the game store because they they had like free games that you could play, but they would have like different sections so you could play this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would just go there, spend my time in the game store looking at games and shit, wait for my mom to get done with her shopping and shit like that. Yeah, and I ended up coming across uh, Tekken one day. They actually had it outside of the store. That's how they used to bait you in back in the day. Uh, they had yeah. the whole setup outside yeah. of the store. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm fucking walking down the mall and with my mom. I look over and I see this fucking gray thing that looks like a, you know, a gaming console. And I'm like, what's this? And they have Tekken on the screen. Like the first Tekken that looks all blocky and shit. Yeah. And they got, they got that on the screen. And I, you know me, I'm instantly like, I need to be over here where this is. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked yeah. my mom, I asked my mom if I could stay there and play while she go do her thing. So she went and did her thing and I just sat there and you could only, you could only pick like two characters cause it was like mm-hmm. a demo. Cause you remember they used to have them demo tapes. Or yeah. The, the, the demo the CDs. Yeah. Uh-huh. And th- those used to, <laughs> those used to come with the consoles. So all you young bucks out there, um, we used to get demo CDs that came like, yeah. say if I had a PlayStation one, it came with demo discs. So we had a ton of mm-hmm. demo discs. You would have fucking piles of CDs, just <laughs> regular, regular games, demos, just big pile of CDs. But, uh, yeah, man, I started playing Tekken. I literally played that till she got back like over and over. Just, I think you could pick, uh, Kazuya and Lei. Or the ones that you could pick, I believe, in the first one. Um, but, yeah, from there, I just started playing Tekken over the years. And, shit, I still play it today. Like, I have the newest one. I'm waiting on Tekken 8 mm-hmm. to come out. Um, which I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. for that Tekken 8, man. It's, it's just going to be dope. But, yeah, fucks with Tekken that's what, that's, what we need to, that's what we need to do one day is do a... Uh, we need to do, like, a... a Twitch stream of us play Tekken and Mortal Kombat, like shit like that, like from old times. Mm-hmm. I know for me, like we Walmart used to be the fucking place for it because we used to sit there and be like this, sitting there gaming on that freaking controller that was stuck to the wall. Yeah, like, oh, shit. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, bro. After a while, <laughs> Best Buy too. Best Buy. Yeah, Best Buy. Yo, Best Buy yeah. was the spot. Best like, Buy was the spot. <laughs> yeah, they had everything. I used to, t- I used to have my mom take me to Best Buy just to play games, bro. <laughs> <laughs> She'll take me in there. She'd be like, "All right, you got thirty minutes," and I will just go in there and fucking go from game to game in Best Buy. Yeah, and then and then be like, "Peace." <laughs> yeah, man. They should have had like a. They should have had like an honorary Best Buy member. Put your face <laughs> on it for sure. Just right there. You see this kid, just let him be. He's only here to game, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That was a good time. I, I, I wonder why that, like, I wonder why that stuff grasped us so much, like gaming and comics and, you know, things in that that genre, in that realm. I feel like, off, like the creators always have had 
to me and now now you know i'm old now that you know we're older and stuff you look back on it and you think <clears throat> creators then had to still have like that kid side of them in them still mm-hmm. you know like they fell in love with it way before we knew about it and was like i want to make this memorable for the ones after me and how can i do that let me let me play it now let me create it and they knew what spoke to us the most you know we had school all the freaking time and here was a way for us to get away from the school day from homework for a little bit um that we had no interest <laughs> in yeah we could sit none we could sit here and, and snack and and all our friends be together at one time and stuff and and uh they they found that and they were like oh yeah this is gonna make you know the world a whole lot better to me is what i you know what i think now is they made that to where it was, this is what's gonna make the world a whole lot better is everybody coming together to play video games under one roof um and even now like you got you got esports so everybody's playing teaming up to play one game that you know nationally known you know um so they've got madden and they've got 2k and overwatch which is another one of my games i fucking love um (laughs) they've got they just opened up a freaking play style called um olympus too so you get like like your normal character goes in and i think it's either like once you die or you upgrade like you level up or something like that you become a you become like a greek god in there and i'm like yo i gotta go play that so what's it called what i'm gonna do it's it's called over it's on overwatch it's called the game's called overwatch yeah but it's it's a it's a sub game in the game gotcha like the rise of olympus or something like that so okay 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 gotcha Something I'm gonna do after the gym today when I get back. <laughs> Play that bad boy because I seen it last night. But finish off the Sunday night. Yeah, that's how I got to do it. Get ready for the for the week, man. But yeah, I want to play something too, man. That's how it be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. I wonder if they I got any good you. games with gold. They, they put uh, a lot of. They be putting a lot of garbage out. Yeah, let's see if they, they, have, see if they, they got anything them. good this month. <laughs> <laughs> I seen something about Dead. They said something about Dead Space coming back. Like a new game for Dead Space is coming out, and I'm like, ah. I didn't even yeah. like the first two. <laughs> oh man, we was just talking about that the other day, bro. Uh, how Dead Space was like the first game that ever scared me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause you know, cause like I, I had like, uh, I was looking at looking at it so much before I got it. And people mm-hmm. were just saying how scary it is and this and that. And I was like, you know what? I'm only going to play this in a dark room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I ended up doing that, man. And, bruh, <laughs> I was literally on it. I was literally on edge the whole time I was playing that motherfucker, bro. Like, uh, that's, that's, that's why I liked that game. Cause it actually made me like, holy shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, it was very creative. The weapons were creative. You know, the creatures, like, sometimes if you didn't kill them a certain way, or if you did kill them a certain oh, yeah. way, they would, like, morph into something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Would come. And um, there, was, there wasn't there was a lot of ammo. Like, you were, like, short on ammo, so you had to, like, use everything wisely. Um, 
I think it had like a workstation as well where you could build like mm-hmm. custom. You could build like customize your gun and shit. I remember yeah. they had one that one that like shot like saws and shit, like circular saws and shit like that. Oh hell! But um, yeah, it was an interesting game. Then it has like a little plasma gun that you could upgrade, and mm-hmm. it's pretty. It was pretty dope, man. And then then it had the. Uh, then it had the effects of zero gravity. So some sections you went in was, was zero G. So you were fucking shooting shit and you can't, you can't even hear a sound. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you go outside in zero G, the aliens, they still, they can still live and breathe out there. So, you know, you go out there, you still gotta, you might have to like float to the other side and shoot something in the air. It was pretty cool, man. Yeah. And I had a good, had a good story too, man. Um, Boy, that was, I think they just made I a game just, similar to it called Callisto Protocol or something like that. But yeah, I think people yeah. didn't like it. I think people didn't like yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't play it. But Mm-mm. they should. They should do a new Dead Space. Uh, the original. The two was like okay. And nothing beats the first one. It's kind of like you know mm-hmm. you, you do the first one so good. It's like it's how hard. Can, how can to, you bounce back from it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was one of those type. <laughs> It kind of suffered from its own success, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dead Space is a good one, man. I definitely recommend giving that one another try. Definitely, definitely good. What um, what is and we've been we've been working this in now of doing uh, like movie reviews and stuff. So we just did we just did Ninja Assassin last week and. And then this weekend, not this weekend, this past weekend, let me say, we did um, Batman Begins and the and the Dark Knight, or the Dark Knight Rises, not the Dark Knight, but the Dark Knight Rises. Um, it was the Dark Knight. Out of those, we could do oh, all yeah. of them. Well, true, true. What you um, know? What though? I just want to interject. Yeah. When I first saw The Dark Knight Rises, I didn't like it. But I've watched it twice after since then and I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Like I I see it yeah. I see it I see it deeper now. So <clears throat> cuz at first it was like I love Batman Begins, I love The Dark Knight, but then the third one I was just kind of like, "Eh." But now I enjoy all three because I gave the third one a shot, you know, another shot and looked at yeah. it, and looked at it uh in a different light so all the nolan uh batman those mm-hmm. are, those have to be my favorite for sure I, I was getting ready to ask that too that uh rises has, was probably one of my top favorites i will say okay. um not only not only just because of like the fight and and the conflict the climax of it but more of like the the low end story that was there of mm-hmm. coming from darkness battered and broken to saving a city that is literally you know after you and some people won't some people don't understand it of well you know he was a bad guy he was a vigilante and Vigilante is not really what he was going after at all, because he was more of mm-hmm. like a 
he wasn't a superhero. He was just a hero that that was needed because nobody else was stepping up to the plate at all. Um, coming to find out that his dad was a hero, just the like you knew you knew his face. You knew his face. He was just a dark knight that. People were trying to figure out who he was, and only a select few got to know who he was at that time. Um, but in the in in three, it had in in rises, it had me, it had me so perplexed though, because I was like, my man get his ass whooped in this movie <laughs> so bad, <laughs> so bad, get his ass whooped in this movie. But he didn't let that he didn't let that stop him from from saving his people, saving his his city. So. I was like, yeah, you. That's 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 a great, a great title for this movie, and I've always wondered how like producers and authors and stuff, like how they come up with titles for books, movies, shows, whatever. Because I'm just like, you could literally name this anything, and you named it that, and then you know, once I watch it, I'm like, oh, okay, now I see why you named it that, but. By far, that had to be my my favorite one. Um, mm-hmm. And then Tom Hardy just did a really good job as Bane too. And he didn't show emotion on like you couldn't see emotion on his face a lot, except for a one time where he was crying, and that was it. But of uh, of but you could hear through his voice. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I like how he elevated that shit too. Like. <laughs> Like you could hear what he was like happy. You could hear what he was like surprised and like, man, this this don't. And then you can hear when he was just like, this shit don't bother me, <laughs> you know. I was like, what? But uh, you know what I love about the those three movies is what's that? Every antagonist had a point. Mm-hmm. Every single one from from Raz Al Ghul. To the to even the Joker, yeah. To bank to, to Bane, they all mm-hmm. they all had a had a point. Like they had they had points that you could agree with. You know, yeah. You may not agree yeah. with the joke the Joker blowing up a boat or Bane uh, <laughs> fucking blowing up that stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you know, true. What I'm saying? True. Was, I, I like was... I like that about the movies is that mm-hmm. the guys that you know the guys that Batman is going against sometimes you're like damn Batman I don't agree with you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I like how I can do that you know what I'm saying yeah he uh, that my I I love the <laughs> the Dark Knight when my man just. I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. You want to see a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you bold as fuck, man!" <laughs> I have to say, you the, dark, hell, the dark Knight is probably my favorite. I think somewhere d- deep down inside, as a part of me that wants to fucking run around like the Joker, <laughs> <laughs> my man was everywhere. He was dressed up as a nurse. He was. Uh... <laughs> mixing with the mobs like <laughs> like bro I love when they're I love when they're um you remember when Harvey Dent is in the armor car 
Yeah. And they're in there trying to fucking shoot him, and they're fucking in the uh, they're in the semi, and he shoots a rocket launcher at it. And yeah. I'm just like, I just see that shit. I was like, I just imagine myself fucking doing that shit. With a bunch of with a whole with a group of rowdy motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I like I do I love this part in there is there's a different story for the Joker each time he goes to mention like you want to know how I got these scars. There's a different story to it every single time. Uh-huh. And I was like I was like how is nobody caught on in my head? How is nobody caught on? Like yo, you just told this story to somebody else. But you said it was your dad. This time, it's your wife. <laughs> like, which is yeah. next you time, it's your wife. Time. Yeah, like who did it this time to you? You know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, how has nobody caught that at all? And I had never really paid uh, no attention until the other day. And I was like, wow, like, they really got <laughs> me right there for real. <laughs> I was like, this man has come up with three uh, different stories for these scars. That's funny, man. <laughs> My man was just wild. All right, bro. Before, a lot. before we get into uh, before we get into Batman Begins, mm. we're gonna we're gonna take a uh, a brief break from that conversation to talk about this song we got to play. Oh yes, yes. All right. So let me pull this thing up. Now this is another one of our family, man. Mm-hmm. Our whole family, man. We out here. We might be spread out, but we doing our things, man. We doing our thing. Um, one day we're gonna bring all this shit together too, baby. Mm-hmm. So we got a what I will call the Shinobi Podcast Artist Spotlight. I got two Martha. homies on here, man. One is my nephew. We got KJ Caliente. Mm-hmm. We got Nikki T. This song is called Long Way Home. Just so you guys can get a little look at the artwork. Make sure you go on Spotify, whatever other platforms they on. Stream this thing, man. Give them some love. Give them a follow. Yes, sir. Share this thing. All right. So we got Nikki T. We got KJ Caliente. We got Long Way Home. Now, we were talking to him earlier. My man Smooth hasn't heard the song yet, but I was telling mm-hmm. him I've been playing this on repeat. I've especially been playing it. It's been getting me hype when I'm uh, when I'm doing my workouts, man. And I just been when I want to feel good. As of late, I've been putting this on. You know what I'm saying? It really, I enjoy the beat. Um, I enjoy the lyrics. I enjoy the the artistry. I enjoy the mixing. I love how this whole project came together um and fun fact i was filming this i was filming the making of this so i was in the studio with my camera filming them as they created this piece of art that we're about to listen to so i got to see this thing from scratch bro i got to see all the emotions all the doubt the confidence you know what I'm saying? Um, the mm-hmm. ideas, the ideas that we all gave one another. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody was part of the creative process. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy that I got to actually be there and capture all that shit on camera. I got to capture the making of a piece of art, and you know, I really hold that very dear. So, 
this song is especially special. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into it. Let's make sure our speaker ain't on no bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. <clears throat> Remember to check out Nikki T and KJ Caliente. Check out their Instagrams. Go on their Spotify. Share this thing, baby. We about to get into it. Smooth. You ready to? You ready Look, for this thing? I'm ready. I'm ready. First time hearing it too. So y'all be ready for this here reaction. All right, here we go, baby. Long way home. Let's get it. Shinobi Podcast, baby. Like me, but I fuck the other day. Playing all these games, I don't need it anyway. Got a bitch who pay my phone and she from the bay. And I got another one that's right across the street. Moving bigger, better, I can never go back. Working every day, just chasing my back. Fuck a new bitch while I'm sipping on yet. I'ma break it in till the shit goes. I said the long way home on purpose. Just to clear my mind and drown out my urges. Oh, I look alright when you look on the surface But I hate the way that I always get nervous hey, I took the long way home on purpose Just to clear my mind and drown out my urges Oh, I look alright when you look on the surface But I hate the way that I always get nervous Okay. There okay. we go, baby. There we okay. go. Okay. <laughs> Nikki T, KJ Caliente. Oh. That was mixed. That was mixed and mastered by the homie Dirk, the homie Dirk Androff. Shout hey. out to Dirk. 
Shout out shout to everybody. Out to if I knew who yeah. made the beat, I would give you a shout out, but I don't know who made the beat. That beat was on point. The mixing yes. was on point. The lyrics was on point. That whole vibe was on point. Smooth. How you feeling I'm about that? Say it. Man, listen, I was about to tell you, just run that shit again, boy. I, I'm down because I, I was already thinking it. I was already thinking yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I like that. I like that. You can, you can definitely feel it. You can hear that. You can hear the vibe. You can feel the vibe. I'll mm-hmm. do that. I like that. Like they haven't. They, it was to me like I could see it being recorded. I'm like they having t- way too much fun, like recording this. <laughs> Bro, I've and already been see. the other day when I was at the gym. I was listening yeah. to this with my. I was listening to this with my eyes closed, and I'm like, dude, I already imagined the entire music video in my head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's very mm-hmm. like very upbeat, and you know, yeah. I, I I dig it. They put they they legit came with it in the studio when they was recording for sure. Like I like that. That is it. And it was that cool seeing it. that creative process, bro. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool seeing, uh, especially like with Khalil, like because I've been watching him for so long, so I've been able to see mm-hmm. his, his progress. And when I was in there. I really got the sense that he was like in his element. Like mm-hmm. he, it's almost like he didn't have any doubts, you know, of course they were doing, you know, takes over and over and over until mm-hmm. he got what he wanted, but he just, and he was very like experimental in the process. You know, he was trying things. He wasn't afraid to try things and see how things sounded or switch up words or add this here and there. <clears throat> And they, when they were working together, they worked very like calm together. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? it was like very calm. You know, uh, KJ might do something while while Nick is writing. You know what I'm saying? Like feel yeah. alive. Then Nick comes in, does this, and then you know they put it together, see what else they can add in. You know what I'm saying? So it was, yeah, it was real cool being able to like film all that and be there and be involved into what. Well, be involved in what we just heard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like I told you before, man, all this shit comes out of our essence, man. We can create this shit forever, bro. You know? Yeah. You and I, as oh, long yeah. as we got our voices, we can fucking talk forever. You know what I'm saying? There ain't Truth. no, there ain't no Truth. end to this. You know what I'm saying? Our, our knowledge doesn't have a fucking cap on it. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why we got to. Man. At some point, go your own way, man, and trust yourself. Trust that whatever coming, whatever comes out of you, is gonna get you whatever you need in life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Man, right. that's a high right there. Like I, I, I like the, the intermission right there. Like here, everybody listen to this. You know, vibe out with let's, us. Well, shit, let's play it again, and we could take a fucking bathroom break or something. Run that shit back. <laughs> get a, get a pe- get a people something to listen to while you wait. If you're watching on YouTube, then you probably can just skip forward. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna take a brief intermission. You got King Shinobi. You got Mister Smooth That's on me. the Shinobi podcast, baby. And we once again we have Long Way Home, Nikki T, KJ Caliente. Let's get it. Mm. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
want more, so I want more. Put up for your love and girl, so I want more. We can do this and so baby girl, let's go. And I ain't believe, girl, know I get tired. Feeling me, then let a nigga know. Hit it from the back of my door, no scope. Watch how my stack, yeah, watch how money grow. I swear I want your love and girl, so I want more. I'm a freaking nigga, baby, I'ma let you know. Starting on the baby, we gon' end up on the floor. Applying on that pressure, they gon' hear it through the door. Remember back then when I used to be. I just want your loving girl, I swear I want more So far away from home, baby girl, let's explore I don't feel the rain, and I don't feel it no more uh, I don't feel it no more I took the long way home on the first Just to clear my mind and drown my urges Oh, I look alright when you look on the surface But I hate the way that I always get nervous Yeah, okay. I can't feel my body when I'm around you. I can't see nobody else besides you. Looking like an hourglass even from the side view. You look way too good for me just to hide you. I sugar the love 'cause I know they hold you kind of fit. Watching all these other people and they kind of got me wishing. Just got me some blood. I'm smoking while I'm in the kitchen. Every song I make so far and hit it, you won't catch me missing. She said she don't like me, but I fucked the other day. Playing all these games, I don't need it anyway. Got a bitch who play my phone and she from the bay, and I got another. The one that's right across the street, moving bigger, better. I could never go back. Working every day, just chasing my back. Fuck a new bitch while I'm sipping on yak. I'ma break it in till the shit goes back. I took the long way home on purpose, just to clear my mind and drown out my urges. Oh, I look alright when you look on the surface, but I hate the way that I always get nervous. I took the long way home on purpose Just to clear my mind and drown out my urges Oh, I look alright when you look on the surface But I hate the way that I always get nervous The taxi cab partition with the money tray. The Kimba Rami had more expensive. The sauce convention was funny based on apples. Nigga, this money weight. Flip you like hacksaw gin with the 20 gauge. No honey made. I never did it for the grand. I had a vision I was willing to enhance. Went from 720 to 4K in one night. Dumb nights. My forte is intuition. Some like play stupid games and win stupid prizes. Play stupid game 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 and win stupid prizes. If I get the yapping, it's gonna be a million purse snatches. Get your napkins, crap rapper on the menu tonight. I get it cracking, not on snacking. I'm an Israelite. That shit I did was savage. All in the name of living lavish, Leviticus and tatters. Call the neighbors, get the package. There we go, baby. We back. Shinobi podcast. 
Mr. Smooth King Shinobi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Your loyal hosts. Play stupid games. Oh. Yeah, oh. man. That, uh, that track. Track of something special, man. man. Once again, we want y'all to check out Nikki T. Check out KJ Caliente. Check out their music, man. They need to come out with an EP, bro. Quit fucking around, man. Little EP, little fucking six, seven song, little joint. Just throw Hell it out yeah. there. Throw that motherfucker out there. Go spend the day in the studio and knock that bitch out. You know what I'm saying? Fuck around and be performing out on the beach somewhere. Hell. <laughs> Real talk. So That's mine as well. Shit. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've reached the latter portion of today's episode. We're going to get into... What you have directly behind your head right now, the people can see. You got old Bruce Wayne, and you got the old school Joker back there. You got this. You got the Jack yeah. Nichol- Is it Nicholas or Nicholson? Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack Nicholas. I think that's the golfer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> old white man. That's all it is. That's um, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Um, oh. Yeah, bro, we are, uh, Smooth and I recently watched Batman Begins, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite because I love origin stories. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that manor, that house is dope, I will say. Like, if that was... That's a lot of damn house, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. You need like yeah. an army living up in that bitch. My man said, "My man was like uh, that southeast wing. Like, God, how many other wings you got then? <laughs> <laughs> just, just to have a what wing is... in general, any wing. Yeah, man. like God damn. <laughs> Boy. but I, I will also say that is probably the 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 man that played Alfred Pennyworth." Is by far the best Alfred Pennyworth. Shout out to Michael Caine. Yes, sir. So I, I I, Michael Caine still living, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, Go ahead. He should be. He should be. But uh, yeah, he was. He was just in um, Medieval. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, he was just they, in Medieval. Uh, that that move the the origin man the the. Batman Begins is eighty nine. Heart is a it's a it's a pull because it's a it's a heart tugger because it's a it's a love story and a I don't know how, like how to say it like a a despair mood like vibe kind of thing like his, he's always had is, a weird love story. Yeah, it's been just weird. Like his his and yeah. Rachel's relationship has just been fucking weird. And it is <laughs> towards the towards the end, man. Which well, in the middle where she's like, uh, no, it was towards the end where she was like, when you when you're not Batman anymore, basically, is when we can be together. And I was like, how did how you get this man an ultimatum like that? Like he just like, he out here saving, stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, like. 
So he out here being the savior of the city. <laughs> you out here, you out here being selfish right now, homie. Like real selfish of you to 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 ask a man that. And what could she even? What could she even give in equal value that's going to equal being Batman? Mm-mm. Like you, I, you fighting. <laughs> I get you fighting justice in the courtroom, but yeah, he got a broken. Always, he got a broken con- ass system. A broken system. And he got to constantly watching your back at that because at any time you up for you up for grabs to get taken out as Falcone always had you set anyways. So. Um, man, and she was under the uh, she was under the guise that she was like protected by being like a DA and all this. Yeah, and it, and it really showed like nah, everybody can be touched. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And man, it, that was that was nuts. Um, I don't think I'd ever seen like a depiction of. Like, we all grew up, and we've seen, like, pictures of Thomas and Martha laying in front of Bruce, but never a, never an actual realization of, like, how that was. Like, we've been, we got told, you know, they got robbed and shot and everything, but, and begin, and, and, and Batman begins of, you know, the old man coming up and shooting them, and then us thinking, okay, well, that was just a robbery gone wrong, but it come out to be a setup job, basically, to take out Thomas Wayne, and his wife happened to be a, another casualty of that. Um, but I'm jumping ahead of myself here because, like, I gotta tell, I gotta, we gotta say how this came about yeah. of us. You let's know, go. Let's go back, back to the beginning and stuff. So. Let's go back to the beginning of Batman Begins, and it starts out with Bruce as a young child. And this is where we're really introduced. This is really where the origin of Batman came from, Mm -hmm. was when he was a Mm -hmm. child. You know, it wasn't when the death of his parents happened. This shit happened earlier. No. Yeah. So Bruce and Rachel are at this big-ass oversized house. (laughs) Playing around, <laughs> playing around, and uh, mm-hmm. I forget, Bruce took something from her that she got. Uh, it was an arrowhead. Okay, yeah, the arrowhead. Yeah. And he took it from her, ran off, and ended up stumbling across a well. Mm-hmm. So he ends up he ends up falling in this well, and what he uncovers is a bat cave. And the bats fucking go all over him and pretty much freaks him out and traumatizes him. Yeah, yeah. From there, heals up like they they pull him out. He's got a broken arm, um, or not broken arm, broken elbow, and um, take him in, mend him up, and everything. Um, Set the bone. <laughs> yes, and then his his father walks in, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go into the city, basically, and go watch." Um, an or like an an orc well not an orchestra, an opera play, um, which I feel I, they still do them now, and I've just not been I've not been to any at all, and I I love watching plays. Not like the energy that goes into it and everything. You'd have to go um, to like your local theater or something. 
where they still where they still where they still do that type of stuff. Yeah, we have some yeah. here. Like if, if you came here, we could go see some. Word. So they uh, yeah. I want to say so, something and, very important oh, here. Go ahead. The before they go to the opera, Bruce becomes through this through falling into the bat cave and the bats flying mm-hmm. all over him. He becomes like deathly afraid of bats. He he can't take being around bats. He gets anxiety when he sees the fucking bat. If mm-hmm. he think if he thinks about a bat, he gets anxiety. You know what I'm saying? So he's yeah. He's really allowed these bats to hold this fearful space in his mind. You know what I'm saying? Um. And oh yeah, that's all I wanted to say before you went for oh, the good. opera. Are you good? Are you good? Um. But, but okay, so, and and leading after piggybacking off of that, um, so Thomas Wayne, they have him and his wife are, um, literally the face of Wayne Enterprises. But they have they have their hand in it, and they don't have their hand in how Wayne Enterprises runs at all. They more of stick to the hospital. Um, you know, they're the fa- they're the hero faces to the people there. Um, and there's so on the board train. that actually runs the company. Yeah. So there's, they're on the train and, um, he tells them about how, you know, how they, how they built the train, uh, the railway and everything for that and made Wayne, made Wayne, uh, enterprise, like the focal point, the center of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like Thomas Wayne wasn't a person of, he wasn't a snooty person at all. Um, he was a person, he was a, a man for people. Um, people that, that didn't have the means was the people he, he sought to take care of. Um, he really understood how, what good of a fortune he had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he tried to, he made sure to take care of the less fortunate. Um, and then, you know, we get to the opera, and in the opera, there there are people that fly around. They've got these bat masks on and everything too. So it kind of, like you said, it, it it fucks with Bruce a lot. So they did look um, creepy as fuck, though. They they <laughs> <laughs> real talk. They had they had more of the um the man bat. Like you remember, so. A vi- another yeah, film later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the man bat like face and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I could definitely I could definitely see that for sure of like, yo, these motherfuckers just kind of creepy. Like <laughs> uh, so he he they take off after that and stuff and um, Yeah, this uh when when Bruce views these bats on stage, these man bat creatures, it kind <laughs> of uh it, it triggers these, you know, these traumatic flashbacks of Mm-hmm. And the bats in the cave, you know what I'm saying? And Bruce wants to leave. So that's why they end up leaving the play. And uh, they end up in this alleyway. Which move is leading you into? So they step out into the alleyway. And there's a there's a dialogue between Martha and, and Thomas. You know, and they... Uh, she's like, well, what's wrong? And he's like, it's, it's not the boy at all. You know, it's me, like... I just I got tired basically, and I was ready to go. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, you know, you'll you'll take that. Um, but he's a man that's also protective of his family at any times. This man, this the the robber walks up on him, you know, 
gun pulled and everything asked for wallet and jewelry and he's like okay you know here, here's my wallet take it and be gone you know um and the dude literally emphasizes he's like i said jewelry too so he looks at martha and then goes like points the gun at her and i to me like i'm always like had he not moved had thomas not moved what could have been you know because yeah. uh, who knows if the gun who knows if the gunman would have actually pulled the trigger <clears throat> or not but Oh, he might have just ripped the pearls off of it, and that was it, and just been gone. And what would have happened from then? Like, what would the story have become then? Um, but I was thinking that too while I was watching it. I was like, "Why did you jump in front of?" Like, that was my first reaction. Yeah. I was like, "Why did you just jump yeah. in front of him?" <laughs> I'm like, "You could have like kept it calm, like you were keeping it calm, mm-hmm. and been like, just tell her, hey, baby, take off your shit, fucking pearls, or whatever fuck yeah. you got, like." Yeah, give him this shit so he can fucking get out of here. <laughs> you know the guy. And, the uh, guy was already fucking nervous and shit. Like, yeah, you don't fuck around. With, wanna, you don't it, fuck around with somebody that's nervous with a gun. Mm-mm. That's mm-mm. how you get shot. You know what I'm saying? All right, because he's yeah, he's already jumpy as a kid. So any kind of movement's gonna gonna throw him off. And uh, this he takes him, runs off, and Bruce is just standing there at first and then he's kind of like on his knee after a while um but his dad looks at him and says that it's gonna be okay you know don't be scared it's gonna be okay and you hear that throughout the movie too at other parts of the movie um that's it, it has a like a rolling effect going on um but that's when we get introduced into uh jim gordon and he's just a cop at this point, not not even yeah, well, not he's the commissioner yet. Point. Yeah, he's not the commissioner yet. Um, he's not he's not a detective. <laughs> he's not a detective either. He's just he's a, a, he's a uniform cop. cop. He ain't shit. Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> so <laughs> he uh, he throw he he talks to Bruce and you know lets Bruce know like everything's gonna be okay and. Uh, the guy, the the killer had gotten caught finally. So we're like, okay, well, there's a there's a win for Bruce now. Um, but you can see in Bruce, you can see in his face like that didn't that didn't do anything for him at all. Like, okay, you caught the killer. My parents are not here. You know, like I, I still lost in the end, regardless of what happens. Um, still had that empty. Yes, which then kind of, you know, now you feel that sad, like you're a little happy, but now you feel that sadness a little bit for him because you're just like, damn, like an orphan with, and, you know, you're not, you're not at the age to run anything, no business wise, nothing like that. Um, And then we're introduced into Alfred, who, uh, his caretaker, his butler, um, like he that's that's his right hand man basically like that's the homie for real though that's the that's the, the from day one <laughs> and i'm talking about one. not just the homie that got your back but the homie that's gonna tell you when you fucking up yeah that's gonna be real with you that's gonna give you tough love if you need it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but he's that motherfucker that's always gonna be there he uh Alfred and Alfred's been through some shit in his life, like his his pastime where he was a 
he was in the military and everything. And um, I don't know much about his uh, past, bro. They've got a show actually on on him called Penny called Pennyworth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got a show on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, like us growing up and stuff, like we there was no knowledge of you know his backstory whatsoever. Um, but he, he was just the old dude that did stuff for yeah. Bruce. <laughs> yeah, he um, but he 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 had some. He's got military background and everything. Um, so he you know he takes care of he takes care of Bruce while he's while he's growing up. Um, and then it spans, and Bruce is like, uh, Bruce is gone for a while. I think they said like seven or eight years or something like that. Um, yeah. And this is where, uh, <laughs> my man just went through like a, he went through a, a, a journey to legit find himself for real. So he ends up, we transition <laughs> to Bruce mm-hmm. and a, was that the Himalayas they were at? Yeah. Prison. And how he got mm-hmm. in a fucking Himalayan prison. <laughs> That's why I was like, what? You end up finding out later. But he's in his Himalayan prison. And he has other prisoners in there that pretty much their goal is to kill him, you know. <clears throat> so we go to a scene of him getting lunch. One of the guys comes up to him and warns him, like, hey, them dudes over there, they ain't gonna rest until they kill your ass. So one of these guys that wants to kill Bruce walks up on him, like, he the shit. What did he do? Did he knock his tray out of his hand? Yeah, he did. Like, the old school, like, <laughs> school bully for lunches walks up and smacks his tray out. And he's just like, for real? Like, you wanna do this now? Uh huh. So, so in that nutshell, <laughs> Bruce proceeds to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> so, as Bruce gets taken away because the uh, the guards want to protect the other prisoners from him, and yo, <laughs> <laughs> the man said, "The man said we're taking you away for protection." He was like. Need protection. I don't need there's protection. There's seven of them. He's like, there's seven of them. He's like, no, from you. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so from there, oh. the guards drag him off, toss his ass in this dark, dingy cell, and lo and behold, from out the shadows, smooth. Who do we see? Good old Roz Al Ghoul. Roz at this time. Roz at this time, because he's not legit Roz Al Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Let's say. <laughs> uh, but he, he literally tells him, he's like, uh, you know, you, you've got a, a, a fighting spirit. And I'm paraphrasing here, because this is not word for word what he told him, but he basically was like, you've got a fighting spirit. Um, you know, and there's more, but there's much more use for you in this world than you rotten in a prison. Basically, um, he puts him on this mission to go and find this wildflower blue that only grows on on the mountain. Um, 
He's like a beautiful flower there. too. It it was. It really was. I hate what they did with it, but it was. Um, I want to find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, depending on how like how you use it, it it's it could be a yeah, good I, thing. I would love to face too. my fears head on, man. Literally like that, my man. So he he finds he finds this he finds this flower, and it is snowing. It is freezing out there, and my man's wrapped in the up mountains, and bro. In the mountains, um, and you're th- normally like you think like you're not gonna see many people in the mountains at all. But as he's traveling through the mountain, he literally walks into a village. Um, Wasn't that crazy? When I was looking at that, I was like, "Bro, these yeah. people live in this. Like this, they live mm-hmm. in this, bro. Like <laughs> they ain't going flourish. nowhere else. They live in this, yeah, and flourish in it. And I, and the part the the part that got me, and it, it for a little bit, it didn't make any sense at first. And he was just like, he's like, no, you. He's like, you turn around and stop. The older man was like. Turn around, stop right there, and just go back down the mountain because whatever mm-hmm. you're going for up there is not what you're wanting at all. And um, <laughs> Bruce just looks at him, and he just carries on. And I was like, "Okay." You know, I didn't we'll notice he go. said that until because um, I was watching this one with subtitles because I've been I've been mm-hmm. learning I've been learning that when I watch it with subtitles, I catch parts of the story that I missed, like just yeah just watching through and I'm like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? And it brings the story mm-hmm. like back together for me. So that very part you just said that the old man said about him turning back. I never realized yeah. he said that until, until I watched it this time. I didn't realize he had yeah. said that. I was like, Oh shit. He told him to go back, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're not want what's up there at all, buddy. So he, uh, Bruce gets up there and <clears throat> He thinks he's about to get jumped for real because as he walks in, like they circle him basically, and he brings out the he brings the wildflower out and shows it, um, and then they do kind of t- and then Ross does test him at that point, um, and then he meets the actual Raj Al Ghul, uh, the old Japanese man. That is, I feel like every Japanese villain has that like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that like mustache style that uh-huh. hangs down. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it, but I'm just like every, I swear every Chinese Japanese villain has that going on. Is that a Fu Manchu? I don't know if that's a Fu Manchu. The that mustache. Mm-hmm. I'd look that shit up. That's dope. But yeah. I do like it though. <laughs> I he, do like he, it. Though. He also played in the Last Samurai. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. <clears throat> He was okay. the um, he was the one that actually captured Tom Cruise. He was that leader. <laughs> Get some yeah. points, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was him. Yeah, I think his name is Ken 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 Watanabe. Ken Watanabe, I think his name is. He always plays good characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be hey, following these actors and stuff. Yeah, you got to. So I gotta get back into it. They uh. So he, oh, this, he tra- like, this place looks him. like a monastery. It's like a wooden yeah. monastery. Yeah, high training on this facility. Mm-hmm. High on this mountain, which still <clears> threw <throat> me off because of my favorite part of like any fight scene was them training, them training on the ice and fighting on the ice. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, how the, is this lake of, of this sheet of ice is just up here on top of this mountain? Like, that made it made no sense to me whatsoever for the longest time. And I was like, I'm still puzzled at where'd y'all go? Because there ain't no way you could have trained on, on a sheet of ice like this on the top of the mountain and there ain't no water just, you know, running around like that. Well, probably just um, water, well, it's probably just water that just froze up there, and it got so fucking cold. It could have been like probably. that time of the year too. You know what I'm saying? Like when some it's little, some little crater or something. <clears throat> it, was, yeah. it was it was dope. I say it's one of my favorite scenes just because of one, it's ice on top of that. Like you have no sure balance, no sure footing on ice. Hell um, no. And and you've got to train yourself to literally balance out on it um and keeping a solid footing at all and <laughs> with them they are little they are sword wielding <clears throat> and, and, and back and forth with each other so you're sliding around um you know and you can't you can't let you can't get distracted because you <clears throat> slip around and fuck up and be done fell into a, a, a soft spot in the in the ice um but he gets bested. Bruce gets bested by Roz and then turns the tables on Roz and has Roz on the ground. But he teaches him a, a valuable lesson of, you know, you gave up you gave up a kill basic a kill shot basically for foot placement and for sure footing in this case. And he literally just <laughs> like barely barely hits this ice patch. And Bruce just plunges down and like holding on, and uh, I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a definite life lesson right there to learn." As um, <clears throat> know know your surroundings wherever you go. Um, no doubt, and make make sure and and make sure who you who who's with you, who's around, is solid to to have your back to to keep you you know going and afloat. Um, because any time Ross could have literally just left him there and been like, "All right, now you got to fend for yourself," basically. But you know, took him took him out and and got him back to a hundred percent. And after this, he and uh, he and Bruce actually share uh, like a very close moment, and mm-hmm. Roz actually opens up to him about some of his past history, which you know, with filmmaking is is also important. For people to identify with Roz as well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so I believe he lost his wife. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed like a lot of these villains, they they become villainous out of uh, like pain and hurt, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? For something like, like some love lost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit like stays with them and... It really influences their actions, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's Roz learning. Got a... Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say Roz just got a really good. <clears throat> he's got a really good point, though. It how he becomes an anti-hero, basically. Yeah, because I I agree with a lot of what he says. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially about Gotham. You know, Gotham has become this cesspool of crime and corruption and yeah. violence and you know um 
in a way, slavery. Mm-hmm. And you you kind of understand where he's coming from when he's like, this place needs to be destroyed and cleansed. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause it does need to be cleansed, but I guess that's like subjective as to the means of doing it. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I don't think there's really a, a good and an evil. There's like two opposing views of how Batman wants to clean up the city and how he wants to clean up the city. Uh, yeah. Or how the, how the League of Shadows wants to clean up the city, you know? Yeah. So there's really no right and wrong, I don't believe. You know what I'm saying? Because um, mm-hmm. you think about it, you know, Batman's methods, have they really changed much in Gotham, you know? Because, mm. you know, he doesn't, Batman doesn't kill you know, any of the guys, he takes them back to Arkham Asylum, which they, they usually end up breaking out again and doing same old shit. It's just like this repeated, (laughs) it's like this repeated cycle with Batman. You know what I'm saying? So is that approach better than, you know, completely destroying the city to cleanse it? You Mm -hmm. you can, you can really argue that, you know, cause Batman's results what kind of results has he really had? Like he's going yeah, to be, not he's, he's gonna be fighting. Yeah. He's going to be fighting to the day he dies to try to like make a dent in things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then, then he's going to be all old, like on Batman beyond trying to get some young kid <laughs> to do it for him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, man. So, hey, uh, I was going to say, um, from there, we get this we get this nice montage of Bruce going through training. Um, Raj is now pretty much his mentor or sensei, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him, and he's teaching him the art of the ninja. He's teaching him how to uh, mask himself within the shadows, how to use the shadows to your advantage. He's teaching him how to use explosive powders. You know, he's learning how to toughen his body. You know, he's learning balance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that wooden thing he was on and they were like hitting him with the poles and he had to like block yeah. and fall. Like, I'm into that. That's my type of shit right there. <laughs> yeah. But um, you go through this dope montage of him, you know, learning and progressing. And this montage, I guess, I don't really know how long he was actually up there. But, you know, this is over time because he ends up, um, he ends up becoming, you know, groomed. He's being groomed to be the leader, to be that leader, mm-hmm. you know, to, to lead the men. So he comes to one of my favorite parts after he's made his progression, he's gone through his training. Um, they deem him ready to start leading the men. But before he can lead the men, he must conquer his own fear. Yeah. He must conquer what he's most afraid of. He must look at it face to face, you know? So this is pretty much his last task or his last little initiation, you know? Um, So that blue flower that we spoke of earlier, they pretty much grind it up and kind of make it and pretty much vaporize it. And Bruce breathes it in. So it begins to give him this hallucinogenic effect, you know, that will mm-hmm. that will pretty much bring your fears directly to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? 
So you want to go further with what what happened during this? <laughs> Shoot, it's, it's one of my favorite like parts. There's a it's a legit like like you said it's a it's a conquering fear it's a training exercise. Um, it's a battle of the mind basically, um, but the I'm gonna call them grunts at this point. I, I'm not too sure. You know, really, I don't think they're grunts at all, but they're at this time, like these grunt shinobis are all lined, are all together. Um, and for him to be ready at this point, he is, um, he's got to face, he's got to face his fears. He's got to face Roz at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but having to know who your opponent is when there's multiples there's a mix-up and everything going on um and your fear is right in front of your face and your fears at the same time um i thought that i thought that was the dopest shit ever though when they switched up everybody and their eyes were like bluish like white yeah i thought that shit was dope as hell um now remember these all the ninja that are lined up like they change formations in an instant Mm mm-hmm and they also attack him out of nowhere, so he doesn't know where yeah. the attacks are coming from. He don't know if it's Roz, if it's a decoy. So this this whole yeah. time, he's pretty much in a sea of ninja, walking through with his sword, trying to find where Roz is, mm-hmm. while also while also dealing with these hallucinogenic bats, you know, that are flying around, you know, which he's always <laughs> fe- which he's feared since the day he fell in the well, you know. Mm-hmm. So. He uh he co- he becomes smart though he he's he's figuring out his environment um and then he he gets he gets cut he he does he gets cut that's the one wound you see um and as as he's walking through this and everything Roz is kind of like talking to him at the same time and still giving him teachable lessons at the same time. Um, but Bruce gets this like master freaking plan and he's like, he looks down at his scar. He's like, okay, you know what? I'm part of the league of shadows. I've got to, I've got to put myself within the ranks right here to conceal myself from him. I'm on a chase for him. He knows where I am. He knows where he is. I don't know where he is at all. Um, so he's like, I'm gonna flip the table. I'm gonna make him come find me, you know? Um, so he slashes it. He he cuts two or three of the of the shinobi, um, and he kind of like seals himself away uh, with his sword and everything. And as Roz is walking through, looking for him, uh, he sees he sees one of the shinobi with the scar, and he grabs him and holds his, holds his sword up to him, and uh, he says he says something to him, and Bruce is like. Yeah, I did, and he walks up behind him. And he's got he's got his sword to Roz's neck, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." So you you got your dove for the moment now. Um, so after after that, everybody kind of like splits off. They go back in, and um, the the true Roz Al Ghul stands there, claps, and he walks down. He's like, he's like, now here's your final task for you to finally lead these men. And he's like, where am I leading them to? And he's like. To Gotham, you're getting ready to go clean up, you know. Um, but he's got to take a life in order to be 
fully initiated through basically um and this is where he goes with the the whole i i don't do this for killing i'm not killing anybody to to do right basically um so he turns he turns Raz down he turns Raz al Ghul down and in that mix there there's tension that builds um <laughs> and he knocks out freaking Raz and I'm still trying to figure out how he knocked him out and he was just out cold for the whole fucking fight but him and the him and the the real Raz al Ghul go into a legit sword fight um and you're, you know, you start thinking like, ain't no way Bruce is about to win this. This man has got years of, of, of training done. He's an expert at this, you know, because he wouldn't be grooming these other men to do this if he was not good at it himself. Um, but Bruce literally blows the monastery up, basically kills the Ra's al Ghul. Um, gets a hold of Roz and kind of takes him back down the, back down the mountain, back down to the village and, you know, tells him to take care of him um, and everything. And from then you see him, he's, he's walking towards the plane. He's coming back to Gotham basically at this point. Um, and then, and that flight home, <laughs> that flight home is kind of funny because he's talking to Alfred and, um, Hey, Alfred's like, you've been gone for seven years. Like, uh, we didn't think you were even coming back at all. He's like, you you had me pronounced dead, basically. And he's like, seven <laughs> <Yeah>. years? <laughs> he's like, freaking seven years. I mean, nobody seen you. <laughs> like, we don't know. So really? they didn't know. Uh, so they come back home, and Gotham is nothing like he knew it was when he got back at all. Everybody's kind of, everybody's grown up. Everybody's done their own thing. Um, his childhood crush childhood best friend is um a da assistant and um yeah she's trying to use the system to clean up the city she believes in the system so she's she's working through you know the judicial judicial system Mm -hmm. to try to clean things up and uh that was that was pretty cool to see um her first reaction to him coming back home and uh, he just does this whole like I don't know who I am still so he's like out here flaunting money and two different girls at a time two different girls at different times and um, <laughs> uh, there's a part just living, I, I, just living like a man want to live just, yeah there's there's a part that he does that cracks me up because he's like um they're at a restaurant and he goes, uh, he, he was like, uh, the server comes over or the, I guess the manager at this point walks over to him. He's like, sir, there's no, uh, swimming in the, <laughs> like the, the decorative pool right here. And he goes, I'm gonna make some changes here. I'm gonna just buy the hotel. How about that? Now yeah. everybody can just go swim. He goes, jumps in and, uh, they get in the Lambo and stuff. And, uh, that shit was hilarious to me, but, he um they pan over to what is that? There's a part there's a part that kicks in that's kind of important. 
remember it goes back to when he came back home for the hearing of his parents. Uh, That's it. His parents' yeah. case. And uh, that's when that's when Rachel sees him, and um, yeah, because she actually takes the, him to the hearing. Yeah, because she and comes she, to the uh, house and she tries to convince him not to go. Mm-hmm. But so he's he, pretty, he he's pretty adamant on going. So she she takes yeah. him to the uh, to the hearing. He he's all like groomed up a little. The the killer is all kind of groomed up and stuff, and. He tried. He does his whole like apology and everything, um, but you can't. I, I don't like to me. Like I just couldn't hear the sincerity in his voice at all. To be like, you you wouldn't sorry, at all, but <laughs> okay. Um, and, and Bruce could kind of tell that too. Like he gets up and well, the judge is like, I understand. You know, there's somebody here, a part of the family. Um, do they have anything to say? And you think Bruce is going to stand up and raise Kane and everything and, um, you know, do something out of retribution, but he doesn't, he gets out and he walks away, but then it, then it comes to Bruce is trying to conceal a revolver at this point. And, um, you're like, well, damn, we thought you was going to do, you know, just walk away and be done with it. You actually come back for some legit vengeance. So, um, yeah, Bruce came back to put some holes in him. Uh, yeah, he, he 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 was ready with that revolver, and that thing was small. Like his hand covered that revolver for real, and then he slid it in his sleeve. That's why um, he's gonna make sure he was gonna get close. He was, uh, yeah. So he uh, so he gets ready to, and um, Rachel sees him, and she like walks to him to kind of like grab his attention because she sees like he he's upset and he's walking back over um and at that point you hear a gunshot go off and you're like he really just pulled you you think he pulled the trigger but he's not moved his arms whatsoever he's still standing there um so they kind of they him and rachel take off and everything and rachel sees the revolver that he he shows her the revolver and she just slaps him and (laughs) it's kind of a sign of like you were really, you know, you really was going to stoop that low to kill somebody um, to try to bring some kind of justice your your own way and not let, you know, the system take care of it at all. Um, and Bruce is at that point, like, that's a that's a broken system. Like, no matter what you do, they're going to get away, you know, whatever. Um, and that's what he finds out about. Uh, Falcone, who is like this crime lord, basically. Um, Pretty much has everybody in his pocket, the fucking chief, the mayor, anybody, mm-hmm. politician, anybody of a, has any Judges. kind of power. Yeah, he pretty yep. much has them in their pocket. <laughs> and he, he lets Bruce know this because uh, Bruce walks in to the restaurant and sit and like <laughs> sits down in the restaurant with him and uh gets tussled he gets tussled with a little bit and the falcone is like he's like you see that you see them over there politicians judge police officers lieutenants everything he's like i could kill you right now and nobody's gonna say anything you know you're you're gotham's billionaire and i'm i'm the crime lord nobody's gonna say anything about that at all so um yeah he he gets up up. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he uh, he gets up and and they throw him out and everything. And there's a little comic relief and the 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 homeless dude's like, "You should have took better." <laughs> and I busted out laughing at that part. I was like, "Yo," <laughs> I was like, "That's hilarious right there. You should have took better. You got thrown out for not not tipping well at all." And uh, Bruce kind of goes into this whole mindset of okay i'm gonna fix it how i want to fix it now and he swaps with the old man gives him money and stuff like that and um then you pan to him he kind of takes a business approach all of a sudden and um goes up to wayne enterprises and all the board members are like well bruce ain't been around in years and we've got to take care of all this stuff and everything and bruce is standing out there. bruce is out well, there before then before then, we have to say that when he gave the homeless man the the coat, like he went off, he mm-hmm. he went off the grid, and yeah. that's and that's when he did a series of things. Like he wanted to, he wanted to get into the mind of the criminal, so he actually went out in the world and became a criminal mm-hmm. to learn to learn the criminal to learn the criminal underworld, and from there, he actually ended up getting busted stealing. Some pretty much stealing a, sh- a shipment, and yeah. the shit the shipment <laughs> is funny because the shipment was actually from Wayne Enterprises, so he got arrested for stealing his own shit, and and that's how he that's how he ends up in that um in the mountains in that prison. prison, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then from there, that's when he you know goes up the mountains, gets in the League of Shadows, so now the movie comes back to like pre- present day. When mm-hmm. when uh when Bruce is uh has returned from you know when he left the Liga or escaped the Liga Shadows and that whole situation. All Man. right, so we're gonna have to cut it off right there. But I'm gonna yes. take a note to see where we stopped at. So that's a good one to stop at because now the movie is gonna start you know progressing into another direction. All the origin, all the setup and everything is done. And now it's about yep. to like really get into like the meat, the meat of the story, you know, mm-hmm. um, Bruce, Bruce actually becoming Batman, learning what it takes to become Batman, um, him getting trial hooked up and with error. <laughs> trial and error, um, him getting hooked up with Lucius. Uh, he becomes a key character cause he yes. made all the Batman shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to mm-hmm. get into that on the next episode. So... Next time. Next time on the Shinobi Podcast. Let me stop at Bruce. Comes back. All right. Got a little note for us so we know where to start off from next episode. <clears throat> All right, baby. There you have it, everybody. That is another episode of the Shinobi Podcast with your man, King Shinobi, Mr. Smooth on the track. Yes, sir. You know it. You know it. Yeah, man. We're knocking these things hey. out. We're making them happen, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's continue, Keep man. It moving and moving. <laughs> <laughs> moving and grooving. Moving and yes, sir. Yeah, man. So yes, thanks sir. everybody for thanks for everybody for joining us in our conversation. 
We're going to talk more about Batman. I hope you guys learned a little bit. Uh, well, we talked about a little comics, talked about the library. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the library, man, find you a nice little quiet spot you can get by yourself. So a place there you can... You can go into a different world for a while. You can use your imagination. You can uh you can excite that inner child that you have, you know what I'm yes. saying? We need that, man. We need it. We gotta stay in that energy, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, find you a nice space, find some peace, you know, get away from your phone screen, open up some pages mm-hmm. and read, read some books, man. You know? Yeah, Me, I like to yeah. read books and you know, Depending on what I'm reading, I like to, you know, write as I'm reading. That's why it usually takes me a while to read something. So I'm like, I really want to absorb this, read a little bit, write to it, see what I absorb. You know what I'm saying? But everybody has that thing. But like they used to say, reading is fundamental. <laughs> reading is fundamental. It is. Right? Siri can't, well, I can't say can't read for you, but she can't read no paperback, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Not uh-huh. yet, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next week for another episode, man. Um, today is what was it? The fifteenth, January fifteenth. Episode six dropped today at twelve p.m. Remember, go to YouTube, yep. check that out. Go to our Spotify, check out um, our mm-hmm. TikTok and Instagram. That Patreon is still in the works. Yeah, it's gonna come. <laughs> you best believe. You best believe. It'll be there. Um, this is a temporary background. I'm redoing the studio, so next few episodes, it's gonna be all different here. It'll be the official, <laughs> the official Shinobi podcast background. I've been working on blueprints. I've been doing the measurements, and we've been getting it done, man. But um, yeah, thank y'all guys for joining us. Thank you guys for being here as we continue to. Yes to progress and evolve you guys are evolving with us we continue to get better and better and uh you know i hope the people are getting what they need you know oh yeah got anything to drop on the folks before we get out of here man let let them know where you at let them know what you think i'm on uh i'm on i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok i'm on uh i'm on here guys like don't hesitate we uh link tree uh the link tree to every social media is on shinobi's page is on my page um so if you you can't get in you just not you're not you're not doing the work to get to it you ain't looking hard enough (laughs) you're not looking hard enough (laughs) um we are on uh we've got cash app we do have cash app though um everything that you guys put into that comes literally right back into this um so we appreciate y'all for that 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 uh that cash app is shinobi pod seven p-o-d seven yep. so um, don't forget your dollar like sign said, don't forget the dollar sign there because you mess around and send it to the wrong person you're gonna be upset <laughs> make sure that comes um, back to the pod man yeah make this, everything we can make this production even better and we can be, start hiring yeah, some people man yeah <laughs> That's the big part. That's the big part. That is the big part. Like we we got to get it so we can start hiring a crew up in here, so that way we can have a team. We we can have a well oiled machine going. That's Mm -hmm. what we're looking to do. So anything you guys donate to us is gonna go towards uh, 
that anything we need we need cameras mm-hmm. we need this that uh we we pay for software we do fucking yearly yeah. subscriptions on different platforms you know so there's a lot of investment that goes into this to create this you know and it's right now it's all on our dollar you know what i'm saying and, uh, <laughs> we, we we're definitely... doing it for y'all though <laughs> straight up and we're gonna we're continue to y'all, no so. matter what we're gonna continue to do it but yes. uh, yeah we definitely oh, yeah. appreciate Definitely appreciate your support. Um, mm-hmm. Any last words for the folks, man, on this episode yeah, on blessed. this January fifteenth? This uh, stay blessed, man. It's been uh, thank y'all for the ones that have been asking me about this too. Um, <laughs> to those that have been asking, y'all need to share it also so we can get some Hell more yeah. rolling in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> stay blessed though. Stay warm. Um, <laughs> Stay positive, you know. Be a light to somebody um, that needs it. Don't don't put your energy out there for people that's gonna waste it, because um, then you're just gonna be an empty shell. But feed into those people that c- constantly are feeding back into you. Um, so that's how iron sharpens. That's how iron sharpens iron, right there. So um, we'll catch you later. Like we'll see y'all next week. So no doubt, baby. We gonna be here. I want to end with something that uh that Makami said. I was listening to a Uh-oh. song today, and he was mm-hmm. like, you know, he was pretty much saying like you you don't get to where you want to be because you spend too much time fraternizing. Like you spend too much time out partying and wanting to have fun and being caught up in simple pleasures that you know at the end of the day you look back you ain't got nothing to show for it but a bunch of good times. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When all that time you spent doing all that bullshit, you could have been building something to the point to where if you want to fucking go party, now you can go party whenever you want to because you done built yep. the foundation, you know, in order to do so. <laughs> if that's your thing, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's what I want to say before we leave out, man. Don't spend your time fraternizing yeah. and bullshitting around, man. There's a lot of shit to be done and. You know, we locked in and we focused so we know the kind of attention that it takes. And Definitely. you can't you can't be bullshitting around, man. We're not saying don't have fun, like don't get it misconstrued, yeah. but you know, just uh just know that yeah, you know, your time is fucking valuable. Straight up. And yeah. The days and time <laughs> seems like it's been in fast forward mode lately, so like you know, live life with a with a sense of a sense of urgency, you know what I'm saying? Like not paranoia, mm-hmm. but a sense of urgency that, Hey, you know, maybe tomorrow may not come. You know what I'm saying? Let me do this today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Just listen to yourself. Listen to your heart, man. And, uh, yeah. Appreciate and love one another, man. And that's all I got to say, bro. Yes, sir, man. It's, all right, baby. Nobody... <clears throat> Go ahead. Oh, you... No, I was going to say, Nobody, nobody said building an empire going to be easy. That's uh, like how we were talking the other day, man. It's it's something that's got to be, uh, it's not, everybody's not built for it. So you start something, finish it, keep it moving. Let's go to, let's get to the grind, stay to the grind, man. And just know that you're going to need genuine alliances, man. Y'all gonna have to support one another. We can't do this shit alone. So remember that. Nope. Yes, sir. All right, baby. Shinobi Podcast. 
We signing out, baby. King Shinobi signing mm-hmm. out. Mr. Smooth signing Go. out. <laughs> out of here, baby. Much love to yes, y'all. Sir. We'll holler at y'all on the next one, baby. Peace out. <laughs>